and welcome to Elite Cadre, the Hordes and War Machine podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. Alex, I'm... Alex, 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 what are you doing, Alex? <laughs> what? No, we don't. We don't care about him. Interrupt him, Alex. What are you doing? Oh, shit, sorry. Uh, Mike, before we start. <sighs> oh. Wow. I'm Mike. I'm Alex. I'm disappointed. I am Boba Fett. Oh. He's oh. still here. He's not been fired. We've still got Ben Chance. Hello. Hello. Um, this week's podcast, or this month's, well, this year's probably, given the BBC <laughs> release app, um, is going to be devoted entirely to one piece of news. War Machine. So, so we should, it should be about five minutes long, maybe yeah. six. There's a new model coming, isn't there? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just one or two. Um, Priority Press have announced that we're moving to Mark III. Woo! Oh, well, that's about all the enthusiasm they can muster, so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, Press Gangus, woo. Um, <laughs> yeah, good point. Uh, yes, it's very exciting, yes. Uh, amazing. <laughs> Actually, I've been, I've been glued to all the stuff about it for ages. It, it, it has been very compelling. Um, no, I don't. We, we have been drip-fed the absolute minimum that you could have, and it still be called information. Um, at this point, I think the official announcement was something like a week ago, uh, with us seeing the, the new cover art and having Matt Wilson talk about, oh, it's a whole new war, and then came the drip A new feed. fantastic point of view. Yes. <laughs> A whole new war. Not talking to you anymore. <coughs> Hang on, was that the uh, was that the Disney version or was that the uh, cover? Well, there's a cover of the Disney version. Definitely yeah. Peter Andre and oh, nondescript glamour model. <sighs> if you've never been, go look at the reviews of that on Amazon. It's great. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I'm not joking. It kills cats and everything. Is it as good as looking up the uh, Amazon reviews for the £5 bag of sugar-free gummy bears? It's similar to looking at Hasselhoff reviews. It's great. A £5 bag of... No, I'm not sure I've seen that one. You should Um, look at that one, Kurt. Yeah, if you ever get the time, do take a look at it because it is an absolutely priceless... piece of reviewing. Um, I don't think it's just one piece though, it's, it's several hundred pieces. Oh, oh it is. It so good. Yes. It's like the uh, big pens for women. Anyway, I feel, I feel we're moving vaguely off topic here. It's a star, isn't it? That's our thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we have a topic-ish, sort of. News. We're going to do news for three hours. <laughs> so, where do we want to start with Mark III? Let me just start at the beginning. Can we look at Mark yeah. I, first of all? Yeah. We might so understand yeah. the future. That's true. Okay, so the big thing that has been touted from Mark III is that everything is being redone from the ground up. Uh, every single model is having its rules completely rebalanced. Nothing is sacred. Um, except except, except Menoth and Morrow. I'm happy with that. I'll take that. No, Menoth, um, that actually puts some credence. I know that's jumping ahead, but the eight wound loss has put some credence on a bit of a spoiler that was going on about Menoth playtesting. That was Epic Flail that posted that over the weekend. Which was... So some of that... Uh, let me have a look. It means I have to look at Epic Flail. Preparation, preparation, preparation. Come on, Ben. I, I was ready last night. And then yes, yes after we organised it for the day after. Well done, Benj. Yeah. It's... Uh... Okay, okay. So, after the announcement of Matt 3... Uh, Matt, Matt, Matt 3? Matt 3. So this this was the post. So a friend of mine is at a con this weekend, and apparently there are some uh, PP playtesters there spilling some beans. Only on Menoff, for whatever reason, uh, maybe that's what they tested mostly, take all this with a huge grain of salt. Bastions and Incinerators now have five wounds each. Whether yeah. this is true for all medium-based infantry or not, they don't know. They get buffs to compensate examples that Incinerators get battle-driven. Him of Battle, now just plus two damage, but Menoth yep. Jacks get a plus one map bump 
across the board to compensate. That's been confirmed. Okay, Reckoner loses a soul, but gets a damage bonus to make up for it. Uh, a character Reckoner is in the work. Uh, Warjack, Warjack, Warjack bonds are apparently gone entirely. Uh, Fiora 2's bond is now an upkeep spell. Sevi 2's is a field martial ability. Uh, that's, that's believable. Vindict- this was the this was this was the one that said that that basically kind of made it sound a bit iffy. Was that Vindictus gets what he has currently as a feat as an upkeep? Uh, this seems like it can't be right. His new feat is apparently the models can only be attacked with normal melee attacks, and yeah, that's not but, right, is it? Yeah. We'll take that one with a grain of salt because obviously playtesting was a very much ongoing process. Um, three years, wasn't it? They said. Pardon? Three years, they said, didn't they? Three to four yes, years. Yes, the Mark Three has been three years in the making, so that's an awfully long time to get to well, what we have. Um, <laughs> now, we have seen the first of the uh, the cards from Mark Three, which has been very interesting. Yes. Uh, <laughs> very happy with that, to be honest. Uh, yeah, well, uh, you know, we've seen the new Mountain King, which means Kurt is just there rubbing his hands, going, ooh. No, 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 no let's do this properly. Rubbing this. Oh, what have I got? Still sealed in its box, and it recently purchased. Very happy with that. Um, before we start going into like the more recent releases and model-specific stuff, should we talk about the kind of core rule changes that they've announced already in relation to Warjacks, Warbeasts, pre-measuring, uh, that, that sort of thing? That, 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 that's probably yeah, fair. I mean, that actually big, sounds sensible, but Alex said it. Biggest change overall, obviously, as Alex said, is pre-measure. Uh, everything, as far as we're aware... This may change. But, uh, so you can every, now pre-measure while your, opponent is, while, while your opponent is watching now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anything is pre-measurable all the time. So it is a full open information game. Um, a lot of people are saying this you don't might have to throw open things on the floor. floor. You don't have to say somebody's calling them from across the hall. None of that anymore. Yes, Kurt. Yes. <laughs> a lot of people are saying this might benefit the ranged game too much, uh, but we've yet to see everything that they're doing with the game. Uh, for a start, well, we know that the ranged game has had some some changes, but we'll go into that one later on. So what do people think about pre-measure? I think it's a good idea. I think uh, you know, a lot of games nowadays, more modern games, are featuring it. I think it's, it's very much a hangover from the past war games, Warhammer Fantasy, that sort of thing, where you've got big cannons that you're guessing the range of, and that sort of thing and, and guessing range is to a degree a skill but then again the game itself is a bit less precise so it's not not as important I think it was said on the um, on one of the primecasts it's not a game of trigonometry and that's fair no. yeah, I, I believe the term was weaponized trigonometry <laughs> which, which is very true I mean the, the first thing that I thought of when I heard this was, oh, I'm not sure I like that. Oh. But the more I think about it, the more I realise, well, you can kind of measure everything anyway, and all it's doing is providing a real disadvantage to newer players. Yeah, uh, it's a real... Uh, players with one eye as well, disadvantages them. It's, it's a real entry-level leveler. Nice. Um, and what, it, having one eye? Yeah, definitely having one eye. Um, and I think that the uh, yeah the only people that have really actually complained have been these hardcore sort of like GW hangover people um, when they were doing artillery and all that sort of nonsense. It's I, d- I don't want to have the, the that kind of depth awareness and, and you can do it with zones and you can do it with control areas and it's just kind of balanced it on 
you know, yeah. ones like Haley and Harringer. As, as someone said, it's like, I can measure four inches out from this flag, I can measure four, 14 inches in from a table edge, I can measure my control area at any time, I can measure uh, command from unit leader I'm activating, I can measure all my melee ranges at any point. There's not a lot of really closed information on that table. And if no. there is, then it's you're talking, you know, tenths of an inch that you're I mean, going... It's that last little bit of you going, will I be just about in? And this will solve so many arguments. Because it's, so many times well, in tournaments, you find two people that go, is that in range of that? And all it takes is a judge to walk over, just put the temperature down and go, yes. Yeah, it's going to end disputes. It's going to make... It's going to end the... It's the start of the end of the gotchas, as somebody point. Yeah. And that was one of the biggest sort of gotchas, was like, oh, well, I've just thrown my entire game on a charge, which I eyed to be in, but from... I thought I was staying point. outside of five inches of this model with counter-charge at all yeah. times, but no, I was 4.9 inches away. Yeah. Uh, well, tough. You know, so. You measure in from a base with a tape measure that's dangling five foot in the air. It's, it's, <laughs> ah, the infamous yeah. parallax effect. <laughs> No, that was uh, that was one change. Oh, I thought you did like Green Lantern very much. Actually, I did quite enjoy What's that movie. Snorlax? I quite like that movie as well. Everybody can shout at us now. Yep, yeah, there we go. They shouted at me last time for uh, for uh, Crystal Skull, so they might as well carry on, frankly. Yeah, I, I like that film. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm a little bit, all right. I'm a little bit ashamed of it. I've got <laughs> children. Yeah, you... That's my excuse for watching it. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yes, the, Benj, there is always that fact that when you're measuring above the table, because of perspective, it doesn't quite line up with what's actually on the table, then it... Yeah, mm. so this this can help sort some of that out by making it open measure all the time, uh, and there is never that question of you going, do you mind if I just measure the full charge range of this model to yours? And so we're going, no, uh, no I'm not going to let you. Which has occasionally happened, and forces a judge to come over and just... Uh, uh, they, have, they have made this game slightly easier to judge at a competitive level, just looking at everything oh, overall. absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, this is the thing. Uh, if you ever have to call a judge over, the game has broken down. And by Especially if you're playing an arena. Yeah. <laughs> by removing anything that can sort of really you know, push for judges to go to tables, it means that you're just helping the game flow that little bit more and keeping... To any two players in the game more often than you take in the match. Uh, and that can only really be a good thing. Okay. Um, shall we move on from there? I've, I've actually now got the chronological list of spoilers. Steady. Um, yes, yes. Uh, the next one is one that's going to come up quite a bit later. Uh, but they've doubled the point scale of the game. So... Theoreti mean? Theoretically, if something was seven points in the game at Mark Two, it would now be fourteen. They might have sort of, you know, fid fiddled about with it a little, made it thirteen or made it fifteen, um, or in some cases gone from what was it um, seven points to ten. The Mountain King's twenty to thirty-six. What's a Slayer now? Seven points, and it's now ten. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Slayer is now ten points. So far, the cheapest warjack. Yeah. Uh, well, you it, say that. Yeah. How many more warjacks have we had? Their points level confirmed. Well, I just said uh, so far. We've got, we've got three. Uh, the Ironclad is, I believe, twelve. The Juggernaut is thirteen. So, wow. if you'll notice, there is a definite downward trend in those warjacks. Of, of jacks, whereas the trenches are the same, aren't they? Uh, no, the trenches are massively cheaper. Well, are they not 5.8 now? Yeah, they've gone from 5.8 from 6.10. Oh, they're 6.10? Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. In, in Mark II, minimum unit of trenches oh, is 6 points, and they were 10 points for maximum. A big one, uh, I thought they were 5.8 units. Right. Yeah. Whereas they've gone to 10 points for minimum unit and 16 for maximum. In, and uh, their UA was expensive as well, wasn't it, originally? Uh, yes. The, we, we have had confirmation as well. The full unit of trenches with all the attachments you can get is 16 points. Hmm. Wow. Good value. Yeah. 
So, but yeah, that's that, that's pretty good. Um, so again, I think they're doing in the game. A lot of people said that you've got stuff like Gorm, which was you know, he was a two point solo, but he was clearly like a three and a half point solo at one point. Uh, how do people feel about this one? Yeah, and again, it's it's, it's game balance. It's it's going to balance the game out. It's going to mean things are more accurately pointed to their value. I can see why they went down to the level that they did, uh, but I don't think it quite worked out the way they, they envisaged because there is just that such little wheel room in there for, for stuff like that. Wonkiness to it. There's, there's some models that I thought would be good and just aren't. Yeah. And then other ones where someone's found just one thing that they can go, oh, I can exploit this, uh, and it becomes a monster. I think that'll happen again, but it's going to take a while oh, it will. to happen. Totally well. Um, you can only balance so far. Yeah. And so, new things will come out. That's the thing. New things will come out and it'll get combined together, and somebody will realise that how. It's, it's, yeah, things stuck it together. Obviously, not in scorn. That'd be stupid. But in other factions, combined <laughs> together. They've, they have come out and just said that scorn isn't a faction now, haven't they? It's just a they joke. Have, yeah, they have. They yeah. have well, mercenaries and minions have had a big change confirmed today as well. Don't you want to? touch on that now or uh, yes uh, well being as we're at the list building stage of uh, points um, the biggest change for mercenaries and minions is that contracts are gone oh I didn't know that contracts uh, and pacts so pacts uh, are gone yes, as well yes contracts and pacts so there's no more strict uh, blind water or thornfall you can oh. take pigs and gators together to your heart's delight um, obviously the, the battle groups um, for pigs and gators gator and warlocks can only take gators and pigs can only take pigs I imagine that dwarves are only going to be so 12 and Warjacks as well. and That will probably continue to be the case. But as far as we know, if you want to take um, Ashlyn with Kayazi, for example, then now uh, you can. Wow. Um, now, the, 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 the other change that comes along with this, of course, is theme forces. Uh, theme forces have fundamentally changed. Uh, they are now caster independent. Oh. So, what you will find... Again, according to uh, Primecast. Uh, oh no, so it wasn't Primecast. It was uh, the Insider. This one. Oh, um, according to the Insider, you will find things that are more like sub factions. So gun maze type, sort of, for example, um, theme list, yeah. which will be based around that, and they and get a benefit from having. You might get a benefit from having Kane because he is a gun mage, but typically, it's anybody, any caster can take it, and you'll get benefits yeah. from having a gun mage themed yeah. list. Well, if you take the, was um, it Sons of the Tempest? It's the Arcane Tempest gun mage one. Yep, just, um, uh, yeah. then, then the gun mages get combined ranged attack. Oh. Um, but apparently, the theme forces they are now are much broader. Um, there's, there's far fewer restrictions on them, and I'm guessing the benefits they're going to give will be less powerful. Oh, I see. Trollblood's power of Duana theme force, all troll war beast scheme, plus two threshold yeah. to represent the calming power of the mother goddess that surrounds the army. Okay, so there'll be restrictions, but you'll get plus two threshold to all of your war beasts. Yeah, I mean, wow. it's, it's, it's still a theme force in the way it is now, but different. And I, I like the idea that they're going to be caster independent because, well, as we've seen with a lot of the fluff, casters kind of change about their roles quite a lot and get moved to different parts of the front and are expected to just take over the troops that are there. So, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, obviously, they they have said they've tried to accommodate as many of the theme forces in the unit restrictions as possible. Um, so you will find now that Doom Reavers, as standard, and they're now Doom Reaver swordsmen, uh, Doom Reavers as standard are FAU. Um, That's disturbing. Yes. Uh, and what they've also said is that for uh, every unit now, the unit lead, well, the command attachments what were formerly unit attachments, will have the same FA as the unit they are with. Simple, isn't it? Yep. Uh, obviously, that doesn't apply to characters. We haven't really seen what's happening with them, but I'm guessing they'd still be FAC. 
Interesting. So, big changes there. Um, we're also seeing that things like cavalry, they're moving to FA2 as well, because obviously a lot of theme forces allowed a second unit of cavalry or you know, multiple cavalry solos, so they also benefit from the bump. Um, it looks like what we're seeing is fewer restrictions and army builds. Yeah, sounds it, yeah. Which uh, opens up, obviously, new scope for... All the various different combinations. Well, it starts to it stops what had happened before. I mean, Mark II did become good units, bad units. There were there were units that just went over on shelf and never came off again. And there were mm. in, in every in every army there was such a um, there were reasons to take certain things over and above other things, especially in theme forces. But even outside of that, yeah, um, yeah I get. But I guess we'll still get to a point there. I mean, every game will get to a point where um, obviously one theme benefit will be better than another. And that will be taken in a tournament. We, it, I mean, it's, as soon as people have played around, it will take about a year to probably flush it all out properly. Well, there, there is a key thing as well with balance that's come about as um, a change from to, to Mark III. Now, we have seen some preview cards, but we'll discuss those a bit later. All the cards, if you look at the top right-hand corner, now have a year and a version number. Now, what this means is that War Machine can actually have version control. Mm. So they can say, okay... As of this oh, yeah. date, version 1 of this card is no longer playable, and we're moving on to the Slayer version 2 for 2016. Or we're moving on to, you know, uh, the Demo Core version 3 for 2018. So, light magic, essentially. I, I don't think so in the, quite the same way. Um, whereas with magic, you're looking at this sort of constantly cycling set of stuff. What this means is that if an errata gets printed uh, and it fundamentally changes some balance or they feel that later on they need to buff a unit up, they can say, okay, we're going to take another crack at this unit. It's going to become version 2 and there we go. It's fixed. It's done. So more basically consecutive changes. Yeah, it, it allows for greater iterative flexibility within the game. Yeah, I guess uh, if I, something I mean, that, gets that's broken. Something, yeah, that's something people have been asking about for a while. It's something that War Rooms kind of give the ability to do for people who are willing to go in digitally. Now they've got the opportunity to do it for the people who still want to play with cards. On the on the other side of that, though, the aesthetics of the cards haven't changed that much. and They still haven't got... Have a little. They have a little. A uh, little? Didn't we, like the Slayer one. We've got much bigger portraits of everything. Yes, I know that. Yeah. Um, which I think is good because PP's artwork has always been, uh, with a couple of exceptions, um, you know, phenomenal artwork. And with um, Andrew Adurzo and Nestor or something. Ossian. Ossandon or something? I, I, yeah, I something can't remember right. um, You know, they, they've got some fantastic artwork and it's a good place to show it off. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of... Mark One had bigger artwork on the cards, didn't it? So they, yeah. it's going back... It's creating a bigger circle to have that kind of... Uh, oh, remember when it were black and white, lad? Yeah, indeed. <laughs> oh, God, shoot them, please. Um... Also, just before this as well, um, there has been a fairly interesting change uh, with the naming. Uh, Epic has gone. Oh. Uh, hmm. If you look at the Eris card that they've printed... Uh, she's now just a mercenary mage hunter solo, and on her stat block, her name is Eris 2. Wow. So, epic as a term, I'm guessing, eradicated from the game. It really was a holdover from Mark 1, where you could only take your epic casters above a certain point level. It won't disappear, though, from, like, oh, it, it, the it, local... It, it, 
And people listening will probably have to excuse us if I do that quite often. But, you know, it means that now on the cards, it's fairly clear who you're dealing with. First version, the second version, or the third version of something. It, it, again, simplification. It just makes it easier. Hmm. Uh, next thing from my big list of stuff. Fear, terror... About terror, really? Fear, abomination, and massive casualty tests are gone. Mm. Well, they, they've gone as far as saying psychology is gone. Yeah. Well, Which, the command yes. stack's still there, though. Yeah. The, the, uh, the, uh, the only thing that I can tell that remains is anything that relies on um, abilities that use your command range and also unit coherency. And that's what command's used for. Okay. Um, your standard bearers now, when they're within five inches of a unit leader, provide plus two inches on the command range and oh. allow you to spread out a little bit more. Um, because obviously the, the whole reroll command check thing oh, is gone. Um, on the subject of skill, as well, skill checks are gone, aren't they? Yes, yes. they're gone. Yeah. But staying with the um, the command attachments for now, if you have uh, a musician, which would be the, the various drummers and pipers that kind of get lumped in with the command attachment, um, they are apparently going to offer a reposition um, ability, which will be very much like the old light cavalry moves, which have also gone. Discussion More of that, that later. Yes, mm. exactly. Uh, so, what do we think to this change in psychology, command, whatever? It's going to have to be replaced for some thematic casters like Butcher, maybe. I don't know, there'll be some... Because that was key to Butcher 3's feat, uh, was the um, instant failure. It so. was an element, but it didn't work. Work. It didn't work. No, it didn't work. Uh, well, it, it, it didn't work because when you charged in, there was no window to pop the feet before the command check fear came along. So it essentially became uh, a pretty much... It was a very niche thing. Now, I had that read to me by a judge that anything that came into his melee range from things like um, the drag, basically, then they would automatically... I, I, be I believe there is a long, the, the, yeah, there is a more lasting effect than that one. And if you pop it before he moves, yeah, it yeah. worked that way. But it, it was a horrible interaction where if he was actually going on the offensive and, ha and wanted to pop his feet later on, so he'd still got like six focus. Hmm. And then wanted to, you know, later on. It caused, yeah, it, it didn't work quite how it was intended to, I think. I mean, was, was Terror and things like that a level of balance for things like Statistic Raiders? No. And, no. Well, was it ever designed to be like that, or...? I think it was very much something that was introduced in Mark 1 because it was a thing that was in more games, more games at the game. time. Mm. Yeah, mm. you had it because everyone else had it, and at this point, it's become clear that taking a unit out for two turns is so horrendous. But again, you come back to using units, not using units. If you've got a unit that's fearless, you tend to use the fearless unit more because you don't tend to have that risk of them going out of the game. Yeah, so if you have every unit is effectively fearless, then you, know, you get they said in the prime cast, you don't want. It's a game of heroes, not a game of people running away. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, I, I played an, an entire army of Kador for uh, three years where every single model was fearless because I knew that roll I could, sevens, I, though, could you? Pardon? Still couldn't roll sevens, though, could you? <laughs> that, that was the Karchev list. It didn't need to roll sevens. Oh. It needed to roll nines. Oh, wow. And he still couldn't roll sevens. Yeah, he could roll sevens. <laughs> that, that is equally true. Um, but no, having those fearless units, you're right. It really did provide a boost for some units because you knew that whatever was on the table across to them, like, yeah, I don't have to worry about psychology. Um, and playing Mercs, it's been a real minefield of, 
Oh, right. Maximus is an abomination. Okay. So I need to move this here first so I can kill him from range, and then I can move my halberdiers in on the... And it just becomes a, uh, just a nightmare. And, and you, then end with course... you end up with character solos that are there to make the other things fearless or deal with their issue, and it's kind of, yeah. Yeah, although it was quite funny seeing shepherds flee. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't think anything should come down to, like, a, an arbitrary no-skill dice roll. I, I think the big problem was it took things out for two turns. If, yeah. it, if it only ever took things out for one turn, it probably would have been okay. But two turns was too uh, Yeah. And, and by the time you're taking enough bodies out of a unit to take a massive casualties check, you've already basically lost the unit anyway. Yeah. yeah. It, it will be replaced in some things where it will be necessary, and it, but it won't be the same. It, I, well, I don't well think. Th- th- things like you do in Reavers, um, yeah. they will have to have a replacement because there is no way uh, at times they are worth their full points if they don't have abomination. Yeah, yeah, it may even be like a, minor, a defensive, like yeah. nerf. To, well, not nerf, but like a minus two defense to your opponent because they're I, I carrying think, a fear. Yeah, I think that's one of those things we need to wait and see what they do. No, we don't. We need to wildly speculate and shout loudly when well, it doesn't go well. We've got plenty of stuff to talk about without the wild speculation. Because yeah, but... I'm, st- I'm still only up to the spoilers from the eleven. Um, yeah, because the most interesting one was that was the rate of fire one. That was. Um... Yes, we'll get to that. Oh, later. what's that? I haven't heard that one. We'll okay. get to it later. Don't worry. <laughs> I've got a list. It's in vague order. Don't worry. We'll get there. So next one up um, is, is, is to actually compliment the nine battle boxes that we're getting because Shiny. yeah, because now retribution have been moved into the main rotation of factions. No Burks. <laughs> They're not a faction. It's been formally said. <laughs> no, no, no minions. Uh, the. Uh, Warjack points have been increased um, from around 6 in Mark 2 to around 28 in Mark 3. I've, is it like the 28 to 36? Is, is that, uh, 28 to 30 is what's been said. 28 the battle boxes are all effectively zero points. Not much point playing, though, is it, if it was a zero-point game? What was a pack-up and going? Anyway, so, hopefully, what this means is we're going to be seeing more Warjacks, more war beasts. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, you don't need much of an incentive for ports to bring war beasts. That's kind of a, an issue they have. I did find it helps, yes. Yeah, um, but tied up in this one, of course, are the other new abilities that come for Warjacks and War Beasts. So, Warjacks gain the power-up ability, where if they start the start of the control and maintenance phase in their uh, controlling Warcaster's control range... I, was, I would say it's the maintenance, because it goes maintenance, control, activation. I'd say probably maintenance. Start of control it, phase. It, it's, before, it's, it's, it's before allocation. I know yeah. that, sir. <laughs> um, and for War Beasts, when a War Beast dies... And this doesn't count for lessers or warbeast packs. Uh, warbeast uh, packs. When a warbeast dies, I don't, I don't know what those are. Really, its controlling warlock will gain a point of fury at the start of every turn. Can yes, can. They don't have can. to. Nice. So, so what what do we think of these changes? Well, they have lots of lights when they die. You still got fury. Really positive, I think. Yeah, I think right. as well the way they've done. You've not mentioned about the um, monstrosities for Cephalix and the convergence factors. Oh, yes, quite so right. Different rules as you well. Yeah, so the um, the way that convergence now work is similar to how they work at the minute, but you can effectively sort of channel the focus, uh, well, unlimited focus. So in theory, you can power your whole battle group with three focus because uh, the, the just uh, the three focus, you know, as soon as you spend one, it goes to the next jack. Next one spent goes to the next jack. You know, it continues on like that. It's not just one per jack. Yeah, that was very badly explained. I don't really get that. 
So at the minute, the way, the, the way that the way that okay. convergence works basically, is when it, basically oh, they can move multiple focus to another jack rather than just one. Yeah, at the minute they can only move one, but in the new rules they'll be able to move as many as they want to. And obviously they can only be allocated three, so that will be maximum of three. Yeah. And the way the cephalix monstrosities work is that they uh, gain no, 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 no. Allocation is now a very specific term. Allocation is what warcasters do. Yes. yes. No other feature of the game. Oh. Everything else is gaining focus. Excellent. That's a field day for men off. <laughs> so it, it's very, very specific on that one. And is there a, it's, yeah, but is the rule changed so that it used to be you could allocate three, now is it you can only have three? Uh, I believe it, each cortex maxes out at three focus. Yeah, there's no bond, remember, anymore. So I know I'm interested in bond. I play men off. You can if you if you if you could over allocate, there's tons of ways to get extra focus in men off. Oh yeah, sorry, I wasn't. I believe about without specific exceptions, each cortex can only hold three focus. Right. So there you go. Uh, you were just going to the monstrosities rules, Axe? Yes, the monstrosities gain a point of focus every time they're damaged. Ooh. And that's friendly or enemy models. Uh, Have fun with that one, kids. But they lose that at the end, of the end of the maintenance phase anyway. Yeah, but you can effectively the... whip him up with uh, um, your own dark guys. I believe yeah. the monstrosities don't wipe out. Oh. They keep it. Oh, yes, yes, of course, yes, they do. They keep it as well, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. It acts a bit like Fury. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, interesting times ahead on that front. Mm, confusing. <laughs> it's not that confusing. I'm confused. <laughs> do you play Cephalix or Convergence? No. There we go. Problem solved. It's fine. His opponents can just cheat against him. Yeah. Yep. Still look the same. All those rules you didn't understand about Convergence just carried on. <laughs> Still don't understand them. Still don't understand. They all look the same. Yeah, they all look the same. The Donganator, the other Dildonatron, <laughs> the Hover Stimulator, Stimulatoratron. <laughs> Yeah. I, 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 re- I realise I should be able to tell the part by now, but it's just like no, yeah, it's, no, it's, Mike, it's, it's a jack. It's fine. You're innocent, Mike. You're innocent in a court of law. No one would fucking ever <laughs> say no. They just look like sex toys. <laughs> sex toys. That's all it is, right? Yeah. Anyway, so how do we feel about? Um, well. How do we feel, first of all, about, about the expanding battle group? Awesome. Fucking amazing. I tried to do it with Mark II and it didn't quite work. Yeah. I, I think Mark II was a, a good step forwards because, obviously, you didn't have the concept of battle group points before that. Well, warjack points. Rather. It's great for hordes. Really good for hordes. Yeah, it's, it's like, you, know, you get the equivalent of 14 to 15 points in Mark yeah. II terms to spend on your battle group. Mm. Uh, and, and, and looking at the, the, the zero-point battle groups that have come out with the, uh, the new battle boxes, you're looking at two to three warjacks. Uh, I believe three the cable lights. one is three still lights. two heavies. Two cheap heavies, that kind of thing, yeah. yeah. Oh, the, the troll one is still three lights. But this is, this one is of them's armor 18 and one of them's armor 19, though. This is pure speculation. With regards to the... Um the uh, the power up function. Do you think the berserkers will keep their current rule just for a laugh? So they'll all get one focus. They will. They, they have to spend it to explode. Yeah, they have to spend it to explode, but they can charge for free, correct? Can't they? Yeah, yeah. they can run. Well, uh, in Mark Two rules, they can run and charge and slam and trample for free. I believe. Be interesting. So. Be interesting. Uh, well. If they make the Berserker a, a jack worth taking in Mark III, I, I will, you know, I'll tip my hat to them because it's a hunk of junk in Mark II. Let's face it. Um, Killed a bane for all once. Pardon? Killed a bane for all once. Bet the wow. Did it write a postcard home to its mummy? No, it blew up. No. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> anyway, yeah, sorry. Yeah, of course um, it did. Yeah. It, 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 it's right up there in quality terms with um. Oh, what was the Ramjack for Kador? Oh, oh, oh God. The Marauder. Yes. Oh yeah, the Marauder. Yeah, because you see those all over the place. Oh, yeah. What, like in people's carry cases and on their shelves? <laughs> Under the Maybe dust. at the back of the shelf, the blister, unmade. Oh, is that a juggernaut? Oh, no, it's not. I it's do not cool have a model, though. 
do not have a Marauder. I have two Black Ivans. But no Marauder. But no Marauder. Anyway. So you've missed two Black Ivans. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. He's just waiting for the day that Black Ivans become currency. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy that entire house with these two Black Ivans. I need a house to live in. I wish Black Ivans were a currency. Probably more stable than Bitcoin. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> Black Ivans. We're moving on to basically anything else. <laughs> Tough. Come on, you're the man with the list. Uh, yes, I'm the man with the list. I, I'm screwing because we, we actually covered a, quite a, a good Anything chunk else? of stuff earlier. Trenches have got tough. What is tough now? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get that, we'll get that, it's fine. Oh, you said anything um, else, I thought it was open... Yes, um... <laughs> all on. cavalry now have a reposition ability, which, oh, it's the old light cav thing where you get to move at the end of your intervention, but it's now been changed so that, yeah, even normal cav get it, but they get it to a lesser degree. Hmm, right. Which one yeah, was that in? Which real, um, spoiler was that in? Uh, yeah, it was a prime it, cast, wasn't it? The yeah, one he wrote in Crankcast, and it was originally in the announcement of uh, reposition as a thing. Oh, okay. The real warrior pipe. It was in the one Mike wrote with crayon. Yeah. Boy. Uh April fourteenth, we learned that Force books will be coming, which would be nice. Yeah. You, you can collect all those again. Less fluff, apparently. Uh, virtually no fluff, other than an introduction. Mm. Uh, this is one of the big changes. Um, a lot of the uh, the fiction for the universe is moving to uh, Skull Island expeditions. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think they, they've said as much as there will be no main story arc in the books. It will uh, just be faction-based. There will be an introduction, and there will be the uh, the faction introduction as well, yep. but you won't have what you currently have, where you, you open with I believe, a story about Kane and... Uh, in, in Mark II. Uh, he was good in yes. Mark II, wasn't he? Well, quite. Um, but yes... Um, the the big piece of fluff, which is Blood of Kings, is going to be the novel that opens Mark III. Um, because narratively, we are getting a time skip. Uh, because we, we've just had the end of the Mark II fiction with Wrath of the Dragon Father. Yeah, it's a Skull Island book novella. Yeah. Um, which has seen um, death, destruction, large bits of Signar covered in um, blight. Let's not go too far because people might not have read it. I read it. I'm, not, I'm not going any further than that, but you know, Wrath of the Dragon Father. It's probably going to include some fighting dragons, don't you think? No, um, no, it involves Constance Blaze. Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Where did she come from? Uh, but uh, Blood of Kings will be the, the opening moon. fiction for Mark Three, and it will discuss the new management of Signar. Actually, I thought of a really good reason for Mark for Mark Three. What? Maybe, maybe Haley Three will be will be less impossible. <laughs> Um, but no, uh, Mark III, we're opening with... Um, we're not sure if it's going to be Vinter or Julius on the throne of Signar. Um, speculation is pro- probably Vinter. Well, he's on the cover of the book, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Does, does he mean he lives to the end? Never judge a book by its cover. Yes, exactly. Um, Signar is going to Who's move... Signar is going to... It's the bastard son of Vinter. Oh, okay. So somebody uh, else has died then, obviously. Yeah, Signar is going to move on to the front foot uh, and mm. become a more aggressive nation. Would suggest that Vinter's on the throne. Uh, possibly. Uh, Kador is retreating to the Thornwood and basically going, we've run out of money. Let's not be war- uh, Let's not be as warlike anymore. Um, is On to the Front Foot going to be the only cricketing reference you're going to make? Or are there more? Just check it. <laughs> I could mention a sticky wicket if you like. I think that'd be good. I, I, just look, I was waiting for more cricket and nothing happened. I was like, all you've said is Front Foot and there's nothing else. Just, uh. <sighs> anyway, so we're dealing with a completely different landscape. A whole new world, you could say. What, a new continent? <laughs> Holy world. I was <laughs> so trying to avoid saying that for you, Alex. Thank you. <laughs> never saw it coming. Um, but yes, there is a new political landscape out there. 
potentially we are seeing um, Magnus move back to Signar. No, because, a new Hordes faction. Well, that that's going to be previewed at Lock and Load 2016, and it's going to be available for purchase Lock and Load 2017. So it's a year after. So new Hordes faction, way in the distance, way, way. In the, uh, but yes, uh, some of the art, key artwork for. Mark III has pictured Magnus and Stryker working together. Wow. Which weird. is going to be interesting. It's weird. Uh, yes, yes it is. I hope Stryker stabs him in the back. I hope he Magnus strikes him in the back. Yeah, I hope Magnus drops a warjack on Stryker. Magnus is just like this bitter old yes. I thought he'd have loved him. Why? I'm not old yet. I'm still angry young man kind of age. Young man. Young man. Anyway... <laughs> So the, the next big rules change that was announced was the change to Frenzy, oh. which has been massively simplified. Well, the cods, well, the, yeah, the action, wouldn't it? Would, yeah. yeah, because now if a war beast frenzies, they shake all effects that can be shaken and then charge the closest model and make a single attack against the charge target with their highest PNS attack. So you don't have to check what it's engaged with, what's engaging it, whether it's friendly engaging it or enemy engaging it. And then work out where it's going. It's, it's just, if it's failed its check, then it charges the closest thing, and that is it. That it can see. Uh, da, 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 nope, closest model. Well, I, well, uh, I imagine it's going to be closest, yeah, closest thing you can well, see. The, the wording at the moment is closest model. We don't know if there will be a change-facing thing in there at all. But Everything might have 360 line of sight. Or your line uh, markers and your bases can all go to hell. Yeah, a, a, a lot of people have said they would quite like that. Um, they are wrong. <laughs> it's it's an interesting one. A lot of other games do have 360 built in, but anyway, uh, actually no, I believe board Will games, Sh- board games. I, do, board. I believe Will Schick did say that facing was staying as a thing. Uh, mm. He was just joking, there, wasn't he? Just pulling your leg. Yeah, all a laugh. <laughs> Again, those frenzy rules. It's you know symptomatic of the whole making things simpler for judges at tournaments. I think it's just making it simpler for players, really. Yeah. Well, that, by extension, well, does that? I think I think all of this is on the whole, this is good because I, I, having been a bit out of the loop, where I just haven't only three weekends for over a year. Um, as a, a kind of returning player, wanting to get back into War Machine, painting trolls again, and wanting to get back into it again, it's an intimidating game to get back into. And I have to admit, I'm really glad of Mark Three because it, looking at back at Mark Two and trying to get my head back around all the idiosyncrasies and the detail of Mark Three is just like, let alone a new player who's never had that experience before. Yeah. Well, y- you'll be walking in, and everyone else will be just as confused as you. Exactly, that's fine. So, um, now, we move on to the spoilers from the 20th, so yesterday at this point. Uh, icons for Pathfinder, Gunfighter, and Construct are no longer assumed to be part of Warjacks, Colossals. Mm. I noticed that the, the Colossals, the, the Gargantians got Pathfinder on it. Yeah, uh, yeah. A, a lot of stuff that has been put inside the expansion rules as this model has these things... They've now just said, let's put on the card. And, and also, it looks like an icon for assault as well. Yes, there is a new icon for assault, there is a new icon for blessed, and a new icon for disruption. Ooh. So, big new things. Because obviously, those are rules that get featured on quite a lot of cards, and it just makes it easy if you go, oh yeah, it's got the icon for blessed. Very simple. Um, we don't know necessarily that blessed is the same rule as it was in Mark II. Um, we're just taking guesses. guess. You don't know, do you? What a clue. No, no. I've got a clue. Um, what about Mark III or life in general? Yes. Yes. Well, potato. Uh, but this is actually where we got to see the cards for the first Yay. time. Um, now, the the stat block is unchanged. That's, that's still as it ever was. Um, significant changes come for things like the weapons. So now, melee weapons have a range. Variable reach. Oh, yep. yeah. Range two. Oh, yeah. So Trenches the, have reach one. The Slayer has a one-inch 
melee range. Wow, I didn't notice that. No, neither did I. Uh, Mountain King, obviously, reach to melee range. Interesting, the trenchers have a one-inch melee range, and Eris has oh, 0.5. So yeah. it's, it's that, that's a nice little one. So obviously that's that's the big change. Um, other than that, not many changes to the front of the cards, to be honest, um, except for the point values, which are, well, obviously pretty much double what they were. I like the thematic. The thematic background's nice. It, they've, they've always got a lightning been, background. They've always kind of been roughly like that, but now it's been more individualised for each faction, I believe. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they were hordes and war machine, but they were very much... Um, and they were coloured. They were more blue for Signal and more red for Kador, but they were still mechanical, whereas now that's that's an electro, electro thingy for Signar and Actually, control. I, I, I'm going to correct you here, because I have in front of me a Merc and a Signar card, and the Signar card did have blue lightning on, and the Merc one just had steam dials, so it's it's not terribly new. It's, I, I think it's just been made more obvious. Uh, okay, uh, I'm now looking. Yeah, uh, but no, you, you, your Slayer is pretty much as it ever was. Same damage grid, roughly the same stats. Same as it ever was. Has it got an increase to its mats? Uh, no, seven now. It's always been mats no. seven. Seven. Two. Um, it, it, it's pretty much as it ever was. Uh, on the back of the card, I believe it's gained hard head, pretty tusks. Um, but other than that, very minimal changes. Uh, Mountain King, obviously, that's now actually got assault printed on the card rather than in a rule book somewhere. Um, Pathfinder, and interestingly, they got Gunfighter rather than just having a colossal rule or, or gargantuan, um, which makes sense. You know, if you've got that rule, might as well use it rather than. Adding another one to the pile. Um, the backside of the Manta King is probably going to anger some people. Yeah, they might get into a rage. Exactly. The uh, the Manta King Animus is now rage. Previously on the uh, Darshal Mauler. I'm wondering if we're going to have simplification of of anima of animi though. We'll see more duplicate anime. It still might uh, be on the mauler as well. Perhaps I, I I would doubt it because then there's less of an incentive to take each beast as a uni- as a unique thing. Um, if you also notice as well, uh, for the anime, uh, you now have a duration column. Oh, yeah. So it's not upkeep anymore, it's duration. My turn, your turn. It's not um, round either. Rage doesn't last until the next round. Good. Had it previously? Mm, I don't know. It rarely matters. It only matters on free strikes and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, again, changes there. Manta King gains Bulldoze. <laughs> oh, dear. So it's cheaper. It's match six now. It's got yeah. Bulldoze. Yeah, that is that is the big change. It's Matt Six. It can and hit things. Deafen, deafen on its roar. It's got more stuff and it's cheaper. Yeah, effectively. Yeah, yay. So. And it's Matt Six. And it's Matt Six. And it's Matt Six. And did I mention it's Matt Six? I think you might be Matt Six. You're a very happy man, aren't you? <laughs> I am quite happy. Yes. Uh, Rage actually did used to be around. I've just checked it. So yes, right. that that's changed. Oh, that's changed. Okay. Yeah. Um. Other than. Yeah, I am quite happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. So other than that. Uh, Bulldoze and Deafen have been gained, but yeah, that that's been made into a much more playable model. Uh, while we're on the topic of anime as well, the uh, the Primecast today did reveal that uh, Snipe has now been made range self. Oh. So you can now only snipe your Impaler and your Caster, but it is oh. it is also now only cost one. <gasps> wow. Was that really good for Snipe? Is if if they had a, a yeah. rule where you could pay one, and for each one you paid, you got an extra inch. Let's go back to like. Um, oh, hang on, that's my one rule for Snipe. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. That's Nemo's control area. <laughs> it's Mark 1 Snipe. Yes, it is Mark 1 Snipe. Right. So, then we saw the Trencher card. And, yeah, they, they, they've been made cheaper. They have a higher rat. Um, they have tough as standard. And, oh, they have brutal charge on their bayonets as well now. 
What's not to like? Yeah, their smoke bombs have been changed as well. Uh, they now centre on the models rather than... Still uh, can't do uh, them both in one activation, though, can they? They can't do the guns and the bombs in the same round. Well, no, the smoke bombs are a star action. There used to be another weapon, though, didn't they? No. Oh, I imagine things? Okay, yes. I imagine things. Never mind. Yes. No, weapon-wise, they've only ever had the bayonet and the military rifle. Honest. You're thinking probably of um, assault commandos. Assault commandos, yeah, they're coming, didn't they? Uh, so, yeah, going to Rat 6 makes them an awful lot more likely to hit. Um, oh, the other big change, well, they've even made uh, FAU. Fine range. Nice. Rat 6. Nice. They, pre- they previously had combined range, they previously had assault, they previously had AD. Uh, but yeah. being made cheaper and having more abilities on them, it's it's big. They're, they're taking what, what was acknowledged to be one of Signal's worst units and gone, let's make this playable. Oh, yeah, supposed to be the rank of file, aren't they? It's supposed to be up there and cheap and effective. Well, well they're, they're meant to be first in, last out, which is why they've yeah. got tough. Uh, uh, the other uh, stat card that got spoiled, Erish 2. Now, her stat block, again, pretty much the same. Uh, she's she's not Eris either. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's what I said. She's Erish too. She's not epic. Yeah. Mm. No, we've already said that. She's not epic. Did that earlier. I thought I never said that on the podcast though. Was that not like pre? No, we said that on the podcast. Fine. We, we went there. Fine. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um Eris 2 has regained assault. Um, all her weapons are now magical. They're all blessed. She's invisible now. No, no, no. Invisibility has not made a comeback. <laughs> Looks like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's still the same icon for stealth as it was in Mark Two. <laughs> she's, uh, she's gained weapon master on both of her melee weapons. Whatever that means now. Well, yes, we're still waiting on that one. And the back of her card has changed dramatically. So uh, she has Spellbreaker. Uh, when she hits another model with an attack, enemy upkeep spells on it expire. Do we know what these other icons are? Yes, I've just explained what they are. No, she's got um, disruption, hasn't she? Yes, I've just explained that <laughs> multiple times. Clean your ears out. Yes, the, the 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 sparkly one on the left is blessed. The one on the right is disruption. Oh, see, yeah. there you she's go. got assault now as well, hasn't she? Yes. <laughs> and invisible. I'm going to mute your microphone in a second. Invisible. <laughs> um. Anyway, she's got Spellbreaker. So, uh, when she hits another model with an attack, enemy upkeeps on it expire. But the spellcaster can keep its upkeep spells in play by suffering D3 damage. Now, that's pretty big. Wow. It's, it's, like, the, um, it's like the statistics kind of, um, the, um, what's it called? That, um, when, uh, oh, when you hit something with a special weapon, it causes damage on the yeah. caster. It's Feedback. like that, isn't it? Feedback, yeah. that's what I was after, yeah. yeah. So, Spellbreaker combines very well with another part of her ability. So her crossbow has purgation on it, which means when she hits, she gets the bonus to hit anyway, but when she hits, the spellcaster has a choice. It's like, do I drop the upkeep or do I take D3 and then a potential weapon master attack from the crossbow? Nice. It's a wonderful, wonderful little interaction. Um, How many points is she now? She's six. Okay. Yeah, so strictly double. Yeah. Uh, she also gains Witch Hunter, uh, which now you may be realizing this sounds an awful lot like Harlan Versch. So I'm guessing he's had a redesign. Uh, Witch Hunter being the uh, one that, while within 10 inches, if something casts a spell, she can take a shot. It's it's definitely should have maybe been on the the card at, from the beginning that one. Yeah, and also that's what she, she was gained, there for at the start. She gains reposition three. So at the end of her activation, if she didn't run or fail a charge, she can advance up to three inches. Meaning that you can walk her through a forest, just just leave her just at the edge, fire, and then go three inches back into it, and potentially just be out of line of sight. Does she still have the um, while within five inches you can't allocate focus to your jack? Nope. No. I say anything nope. about that. No. No airy yeah. spot, which makes Warjacks an awful lot easier to handle. Yeah. It's a lot better that you don't, because I think the majority of the time that affected your own jacks as opposed to your enemy's jacks. Oh, um, yeah. Not, not, if, not, not if you handled her well. The, well, amount of time, the amount of times that I've just run her into the back arc of a Colossal and gone, oh, well, never mind, no focus for you. On the, uh, P. Eris was the worst one. 
for juggling with your forces if you were oh, using yeah, anything. Oh, yeah, because she ended within five inches of uh, a warjack. She sacrificed the rest of her activation, which was yep. lovely. Ugh. Yes. Um, but, yes, she still works for the same factions. Uh, Signar, Kador, Protectorate, and the Retribution. Um, and she's still a partisan Retribution. So you can, you can kind of see how they're changing that design philosophy. They've taken a model that was essential and turned it into something that's nice to have. Toolboxy. Yeah, yeah. It's a toolbox I, model. Always I, don't, I don't think we'll see her as often. I think that's good. Mm. Uh, yeah, it, I agree. It, it, you mulling or... Okay. No, that seems what they're aiming for across the board. That's what they were talking about in that first um, first um, Prime cast, wasn't it? That trying to get away from the fact that, that lists were getting very focused on the same models. The same. I didn't quite say that, but they were wanting more variety is what they did say. Yeah. Exactly. It's a lot exactly. of models that seem to not get table time. Yeah. Uh, and you can see from all of these, the redesigns so far are... Well, I've, I've got to say they're positive. Yeah, I agree. Th- th- there's nothing else I can really say about them. They, they just all look good. You've, you've taken a jack that was never taken at seven points and moved it to five points. Admittedly, a lot of cricket players are still saying, well, I'd never put it on the table. Like five points for a death 13, armor 17. Yeah, but I should say that... I said about the Ironclad, even in Mark II, the Ironclad, you go, look at this stat line, look at what it does, it's match seven, and it's cheap as chips, what? and nobody played it. It also had the easiest to cripple weapon of all the, uh, the heavy warjacks there. Yeah. Uh, it because wasn't, of, because I mean, of that weird thing of left-handed weapons being far easier to take out. I mean, if you would have if you would have been able to run jacks more efficiently, yeah, cheapest chips would have been amazing. Power-up is going to like really see a different... Power-up and the 30-point battle group, that's changed the face of the game. I mean, I've got so many signal jacks that I can actually use now. It's like, it, the only thing I need is for Kara Sloan's uh, feet not to be wonky. <laughs> that could be quite interesting. Ooh, they, they're going to have to spend an awful lot of time on that to make that not just awful. Yeah. <laughs> because because they're not really going to let, Let's see right after that. Oh, no, it's it's still just awful. Still just... Yeah, so, but... hang on. So, I'm just thinking through... So, they said, did they say snipe is, is self, very self, or did they say fast um, strike was very self? Um, the uh, fast strike. Fast strike. So snipe might still be a spell that like Gumbjorn has, but um, and therefore it adds value to Gumbjorn. Yeah. But uh, Grim they, can't just put. They said they said that they designed themselves into something of a corner by yeah. putting. Uh, fast strike on the impaler and it was basically unmanageable because they had to work around it for every single thing. Um, you know, so you oh, do that. they had to take range off of everything in order to allow for the fact that yeah. it could put it could put yeah. right. So th- they have compensated. For, I mean, things like the war wagon that's now a twelve-inch gun rather than ten. Cool. Uh, so if you took let's go Gumbjord, if Gumbjord still has sniper as a spell, that'd be much more useful. But not every troll caster. Yeah, yeah exactly. And every legion with a stupid range. Um, Plus, Nephilim. Yeah, you know, making it so only he has snipe makes him feel more unique in trolls. Yeah, very much. So and, even poss- and possibly even useful. <laughs> Steady on, let's not go too far. But if he gets decent feet, it isn't just, oh, we've all got cover, then that'd be good. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, we're actually now down to the point where, speaking of a range caster, this is uh, actually kind of interesting. Uh, rate of fire has changed. In what way? Well, rate of fire on ranged weapons, previously, you got one attack for free, and then you had to buy anything past that or have an ability that generated attacks past that. Yes. Rate of fire is now the amount of initial ranged attacks you can make. Can I see the bomber card now, please? No. Please. Uh, you also cannot buy additional ranged attacks unless you have a rule that specifically says you can. Bomber card now, please. <laughs> so we, we know the name of the rule. We know the name of the rule that will allow you to fire extra shots by spending focus or fury, and that is reload. Well, reload 
X, where X is the number you buy. Uh, and we also know that Roth, for some things, is going to be a D3. Right, which so is it, interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting... I, I'm willing to bet this is so they can completely get rid of things like um, auto-fire. Mm. Because there's no purpose having auto-fire if you just Roth 2, yep, take two shots. Or it's just rate of fire D3. Pardon? Or if it's just rate of fire D3. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it remains to be seen whether they'll keep strafe and multi-fire because those have some more specific targeting requirements within range of the original model, uh, which are always misplayed. Uh, because what so happens? You would is, think on that basis they're going to get taken out. Yeah. Mm, what yeah. Ha- what what usually happens with multi-fire and strafe is that someone says, "Okay, I'm going to fire a shot at the main target. Oh, I've killed it. Their opponent takes the model off, and they go, right, I'm going to fire at something within two inches of that.' Yeah. And you go, "Oh, well, I've moved the model now. So you kind of have to go, well, yeah, whatever you want to shoot at, it was within." Two Two inches. It was about because there. It's another, it's another finicky rule. Yeah. Um, so multi-fire and strafe may or may not be in there, but rate of fire. It, it also changed the whole thing of oh, this is rate of fire one, but it fires D three shots. Yeah. Which never really made a whole lot of sense. Uh, I just hope the Ravagors haven't got reload. <laughs> That's all I say. Lilith, Lil- oh god. <laughs> reload minus one. You have to spend a focus to fire away. Oh, that'd be interesting. Um, reload, get rid of Lilith too. <laughs> nah, she was all right. She's all right. Uh, well, I, I was gonna say, uh, oh, it is Lilith that's the sniper, isn't it? Yes. It's been a while since I played Legion. Lilith is going to be awful in Mark Three unless they've been very careful because with uh, open measurement of range, she doesn't have her ten-inch control area stopping her anymore. I, I feel there may be a Legion battle box in my future. Uh, she's not the battle box caster anymore. I know, I've seen, I've seen. I have, um, I've had a significant amount of interest in War Machine from my eldest and oh, talking okay. through, just, just describing factions in the car uh, on several long car journeys, just describing them alone she did what is very sexist but an awful lot of female players do. She came back very quickly, came down to Circle of Legion and went Legion after not very long. She's yeah, utterly, as, utterly, as, much, as much as you say it's sexist, that is actually pretty much a trope in the, uh, the war gaming... Uh, um, it's not know. entirely exclusive. There are players who play other things, but I'd, I'd say, it's I'd quite say common. There are three factions that women in the game tend to go for, and that is Legion, Circle, and Cricks. Purple Dragons! Purple Dragons, they're going to be Purple Dragons, so I should yeah. be painting some Legion expert in the summer. I really like the new um, Legion artwork for the... For the um... Battle box. It's good. Maybe. Oh, the battle box. Um, the Nerf as well, not the Seraph, isn't it, in the battle box? Yeah, and everyone's like, but that's awful. But, um, and then you remind them. We don't them, know. We don't know. We don't know. Three. Mark three, bitches. In your face. Um, yes. So then we have the absolute slew of slew. factionary balancing that kind of came out today. Oh, yeah. So uh, I've already said we have the Ironclad at 12 points, which has a star attack that knocks down anything within a four-inch template to what it hits. Uh, tough has changed, so now it doesn't work if you're knocked down. Uh, what else do we have? They're very much... I mean, from a troll point of view, it very much depends on how much immunity to knockdown there is. Very true. Uh, and you may see a point reduction as a result. You will no longer have I the tough I don't know if I buy into the tough tax, though. I don't know if I buy into that. There's been so much troll player whinging about that. I don't know if I buy that at all. But yeah. um, yes, as we said earlier, uh, Protectorate Warjacks uh, get plus one mat, and the choir now only boosts damage. Um, the, there's a suggestion here that it's boosting only strength, but I have to uh, re-listen to make sure of that one. If it doesn't, oh, if, attacks, if, yeah. Yeah, if it doesn't affect ranged attacks, that is a very big change. It is, uh, considering the man off will say no. Yes, yeah. and I think it's a very positive change if it is only on melee attacks because men off gun lines were a scourge quite a while ago. But for, I, 
only under only under um, P savvy. I mean, I I'm sorry, errands can't hit for shit. <laughs> That's not what they're for. No, I know it's not what they're for, but still. still. Uh, right, so we have Circle. The beating sanctifiers. Circle, the Tharn Ravager Chieftain has a mini feat, which is Mass Carnage, which gives overtake for a turn to uh, Tharn Ravagers. Have they, uh, have they and, got rid and, of... Uh, and he also grants vengeance. Have they got rid of Lord of the Feast yet? No. That thing's fucking broken. No, it isn't. It's fine. No, it's not. It's like, what, what is it, a four-point solo? Yeah. You're just too young to have watched the really old ITV Robin Hood... <laughs> That's what it is. What? You'd love what? him if you watched that. Yeah. Which one? The, the, the very bad. No one age cares. Thirty <laughs> year old, be quiet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've been told. Skinwalkers have changed so that they're more. Basically, what they've tried to do for all the factions, and this is uh, applies to trolls as well. They've tried to make units more distinct. So the champions and the Tharn Ravagers have been moved much more offensive Ooh. and the Skinwalkers and the Warders have been moved to being more defensive. Which is starting to do with that change in the Warders, yeah. Exactly. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see... Uh, is it Champions have defensive line at the moment, don't they? Yeah, something's really, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see that disappear. Well, they might have... Like they used to have in Mark 1, they might have, um, if they're touching each other, gain, instead of gain armour, they might gain offensive bonuses, might they? Yeah, yeah. I, I can imagine that going through. I can also imagine the warders' melee range going up to an inch, just to kind of give them a little bit more. Uh, oh, right, instead of being full-blown reefs. Yeah, so about the same as trenchers. Right. Actually, a little bit more, because the larger base are. Big axe. Oh, so, I mean, yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah. Uh... So, uh, old Tharn Ravage has also been made cheaper. Uh, then we move on to Kador. Uh, Conquest has a new ability called High Explosive, which means that its AoEs don't have damage for blast damage. Yay! <laughs> and it's Reload 5. Uh, no, so the secondary batteries, <laughs> the secondary batteries, the entire AOE is now a power ten, uh, which is lovely. I uh, don't know what's going on with the main battery, but apparently this has made it far more effective. If not, blame Wilshire. And the new battle box caster looks like Hugh Jackman, but slightly chunkier. Okay. Uh, the Man of Wars have been very retooled. Uh, they are now the most durable heavy infantry in the game. And they, are, one. and they are the only ones with eight damage boxes. I'm so glad I got two units of those. And the shock troopers are getting a UA. Sorry, a control. So is it just the Man of Wars for the eight? Or is it, is it just the Man of Wars for the eight? Or is it all of those? Uh, as far as we... Well, no, they're all Man of Wars. In yeah. yeah. So, they're, all, oh, so they end up, they're the only ones that are going to be... Um... No, they're all Man of Wars. You've got Bombardiers, shock troopers... Yeah. Right. Demo core. Yeah, and they will be the ones with eight damage boxes. They are the light jacks of Kador. Basically, yeah. Uh, they, they've been made into a holding line force, and which you know I'm really happy about. Uh, apparently, they're, the attachment for shock troopers also means they can't be moved or knocked down. Oh, sure. and all mana wars are now repairable all the time. Wow. Do you no think that, um... Look forward to my two units of mana wars and my three units of mechanics any day now. With no skill tests anymore. Yeah. Do you do you, do you think that though that shield wall might get changed at all or anything like that? Maybe as a balance for the eight boxes. I can't see it being changed. because if they're saying that they're going to be the most durable heavy infantry in the game, then they still have to be that armor twenty one eight boxes. Just mm. saying. No. I'm, uh, I'm a bit surprised, though, that Bastions have taken it down to five, though. It's a surprised. I can kind of see why. It, I'm, it not, I'm, not, I'm not as surprised. It, it, there was a time when this was this is how it was, that, the, that although although Trolls had, um, had five, had eight wound 
infantry had champions, and that was all. Um, everybody else's multi wounds were fine. Mm. Bastions were too hard to kill at eight. They just sat there and just became this wall yeah, of transfer the damage. Off, yeah. One damage off on every single uh-huh. one. Even I know. Five, I like it's still going to be hard to bring down. You did what? You played against um, harbinger players with bastions, and you just wanted to throw stuff at them. Yeah. Yeah, I was doing that this week. Well, yeah. last week, sorry. Yeah. What, throwing stuff at Harbinger players? No, being the Harbinger player. You deserve to it, suffer, Benji. No, it's we, just uh, good. Just no, 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 so no, you're throwing no, things at yourself, don't, then? Don't, don't yeah. try and defend yourself. You deserve no, to I'm not. I'm not defending myself. It's just so good to go autopilot at clubs. Brilliant. Just go, yeah, I'm after that. Yeah, I'm after that. Yeah, I'm after that. Yeah. Oh, what a fun game. Amazing. It, well, it's not that fun with a bright, blight, blight just, just ringer. Just watching as your opponent's death clock ticks away. No, there's no death clock at club. There's just salty tears. Salty, salty tears. No, 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 no. It was it was tournament list practice that caused that reaction. Anyway, uh, Scorn, the immortals now have souls. What? As in, you know, the um, the stone, stone stuff, the constructs, they now have souls, which um, okay. it's going to take away some of the score energy. No way. Kind of will. Uh, but that's, that's that's really the only thing we have from uh, Primecaster then. Um, all is Scorn. Yeah. All is detail for Trolls and Signar, and yet Scorn get almost nothing. Legion, they're being rebalanced to have more troops. So you're going to see fewer <laughs> enemies. And also... Everybody else, everybody else. No, way more beasts, way more, um, way more warjacks. Everybody else, legion, mm, you're pretty shit, isn't it? Uh, well, apparently as well, they're losing some of their fury mitigation. So either the shepherd or the forsaken is going to find themselves um, less good. Doing something else. Doing yeah, something else. Basically, I can see that going like the the, the sh- is it the shepherd that takes the fury off? Just maybe only being able to take one as opposed to everything. Or or the shepherd yeah. healing and the forsaken taking the fury. Off. Yeah. Mm. Because th- that that's kind of partially why the the Shepherds there for was it Sal or that? A salving barn. Yes, quite. Yes. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, oh, Barnabas has actually become a god. Um, yeah. <laughs> we all gone die. Uh, <laughs> Somebody gonna die. Oh, actually, it looks like maybe Long Riders have kept their damage boxes. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Warders have picked up Shield Guard. Oh. Shield guard. Yes, uh, and the champions now have the ability to avoid being knocked down while in base contact with each other or something else. With one another. So, okay. <laughs> you okay there? <laughs> shield guard. A unit of shield guard. That's just wrong. Oh, you have a unit of three of them next to casting. No, 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 no. Don't forget, they're only five hitboxes and lose tough once they're knocked down. Yeah. What he said. Still armor twenty. What? Then he'll take Mandrak, put sure foot on him. Mm. Does Mandrak still have sure foot? Don't know. Probably. Yeah. I find it very interesting that on the Prime cast it was pointed out that Sorsha has Windrush. I've got Windrush now. Why is apparently, Sorsha, apparently Sorsha is essentially the same, supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. So that would suggest, though, that they are saying nothing is sacred. Well, uh, what... <sighs> The, the suggestion was, if there are casters that are working how they think they should work, then they probably won't be hit with as hard of a nerf bat as everyone else. So um, Maddy 1, probably, Madrak 1 probably isn't massively changed, but Madrak 2 might be. I, I actually think Madrak 1 might get a bit of a boost. He's a, he's a good caster, but he's got some weirdness, um, particularly with the feet, I believe. But, yeah. yeah. I, mean, anything, I mean, he survived fairly well. I mean, there's a future carnage, obviously. Let's not take the piss out of me over carnage, thank you. Um, uh, but yeah. It, it survived fairly well from one to two. I mean, things like Surefoot changed slightly, but yeah. But a lot of those prime casters 
did change, it didn't change that much. No. From uh, Mark One to Mark Two, um, th- there were a couple of changes. Like Saoirse had to have line of sight to things, which she still does. Strike is very similar, isn't he? So it like makes that. me sad. Yeah, true. I wanted Saoirse to get her bonkers feet back, but no, no. Now we just have to make do. Good. Um. So I think that's just every single spoiler for Mark Three. Up until the twenty-first of April. Yes. Yay. Up until the twenty-first of April. The, the will doubtless be something huge the second that we finish. Yeah, very second. Um, so, I mean, my thoughts so far is I am very optimistic. It looks like a lot of thought has gone into what abilities didn't make sense or were overly wordy or just didn't look right and applying some change there. Um, and as well as that, making some stuff that was non-viable viable and making some stuff that was too good, maybe a little less good. I don't know. What, what, what were these things? Sorry? That's why they do these things. Partially, yes. Um, partially because there was there was something of a weight of rules building up that I think weren't included in the main rulebook, um, which was part of why we originally saw a Prime remix uh, in Mark One. Because obviously, just to go back to the the dark days of Mark One, you had Prime that came out. And then Prime Remix did things like it added uh, mercenary cavalry. contracts. Mm. It added the cavalry in there. Um, I believe there was some unit coherency stuff that changed as well. And all sorts of other bits and pieces. Oh, and uh, particularly in Mark 1, some of the casters they realised were fundamentally broken the second they went out the door. So Remix stepped in and went, <clears throat> that's, just, uh, this, that's what we meant with the rules. Because having Sorcia doing multiple wind rushes was, well, bonkers, frankly. Um, but mostly it was a consolidation of rules and I think Mark 3 is that as well because you've got now got the colossal rules in the main book you've now got the battle engine rules in the main book um, you're going to have the uh, oh the I've forgotten the term for the convergence jacks Vectors. you're going to have the vector rules the monstrosity rules in the main book um, there's an awful lot of separate places that you're having to go currently for rules where with Mark 3 you can go yep it's in the book and as, as, at the same time we're taking out stuff like the mercenary contracts mm. they're taking out stuff that's only mentioned in one place ever that your average player would just buy some models and go well how does this work yeah. because I mean, the mercenary contracts were just on one page of one same for the minion packs yeah they weren't even directly referenced other than the time of army creation in War Room. No, Actually, you, don't, yeah. you can't look at a card and say, is this eligible to be used in this pact yeah. on War Room? Yeah. Which was something of a pain um, and did cause some oddities where it's like, okay, um, well, it looks like the Gun Mage Captain Adept is available for um, the Highborn, Ooh. but it isn't oh. because you had to select... <laughs> Uh, Ashlyn as part of Highborn and oh, then so her yeah, theme yeah. force yeah, and yeah. then he became available like tier 3 or tier 2 yeah. it was, it was oh, yes. um, while actually on the subject of War Room War Room is changing now um, everything in the game changes on I believe the pre-release is June the 12th yeah. um, because that's when Lock and Load Outpost is over here and lock and load proper in the US. Um, and on that day, War Room will change. Um, we will see the new version of War Room coming out with the new cards, and it will mean that you'll have to buy your cards again. Uh, I know that there's been sort of a lot of brouhaha online about that, but at the same point, War Room has been out now for three and a half years. Um, they are giving discounts to people who've bought stuff previously, and I'm willing to bet there's any other number of companies who would have made it a subscription application by now. Anything bought after January 2016 is uh, will be refunded and you basically get the new one for free. Oh. Yes. 
Yes, there is there is a free upgrade scheme. Um, so I mean, I, I, I can see where there's a certain amount of disgruntlement um, in the system, but to be honest, I think that. They're dealing with it pretty much the best way they can, um, because there's no way that you can continue to support an app for free for it. Just uh, unfortunately, there is a point where you do have to consider yourself a business. Um, and I, I will be honest, I will be laying down money for the new version of War Room day one because it has become such an integral part of how I play the game. But then I'll also buy a troll deck box as well. I probably. I'm won't not sure I will. Yeah, I won't buy the cards this time. I will buy the cards. I like I, the cards. I, th- I think for me, I've the last time I used the cards was the last time I went to the Irish Masters because I didn't want to take my iPad with me, uh, and that was now two, two and a half years ago. Um, and even then, that was a case of, oh, I need to find the cards first because I hadn't used them in that long. Wow. Um, I, I just have a pile sitting in my desk that go completely unused. I just throw them onto when I take them in the box and that's it. Just so, I find, so going to a whole new game where we're not sure of the stats anymore, lots of stats are changing. We've already seen several examples of stats changing that cards are our a quicker um, reference point when you're in the middle of playing the game. We're just going with it. I'll learn it fairly quickly anyway. I, I would probably learn it fairly quickly anyway, but I find that there is a fraction of a second difference between me looking at the cards in front of me and finding the right one, or going to War Room and getting the quick view of a model stats. I'm with Mike on this one. Wow, see, I don't find that at all. Um, I, again, I like both. Don't forget, Kurt, I use War Room all the time. It's all I've used for the last several years. I use it to build lists and I use it to look things up, but I'm, I, I can't use it to play. Okay, that's fair enough. It's just I mean, too slow. I, I think that's why they offer the opportunity of both, um, but I would say for myself that there's negligible speed for me. Um, what, out of one screen into another? I mean, I mean, some of that well, may no, be that I don't know properly. Because using more room um, in the middle of a game, you're on one screen. Are you using it on a phone or a tablet, Kurt? I've tried both. Uh, well, with, with the tablet, I'm, I'm talking primarily about the the Mark II War Room here. This will change for Mark III. I have, I'm not in the beta, the beta scheme, so I don't. Um, but you have your list of units down one side, and you press on a unit, and it appears on the right-hand side. Okay, I've not uh, experienced that. Now, you can also go into a more detailed view by clicking on the model's portrait, which will bring up the full card. But very often, you just want the stats, so you press on the name. And oh, wow. Okay, that does sound good. I, I, I've seen it work on tablets, and it, is, and it isn't Bad. I just like sometimes having the physical cards as well. Yeah, um, again, I think that's that's why it's still supported. Um, I can see a time in future where we I think that's still several years away. Um, but I think certainly for now, they're just going to run both systems in parallel, and it's fine. Um, they've both got their advantages and disadvantages, to be honest. I think when cards start changing, we start seeing the Mark One, the version one, version two, the you know, 2017, 2018 version of the Mountain King or whatever. Um, when it's going to be hard to get a replacement card for that, because obviously it won't be part of a deck. It'll be a you can buy the card, you can use War Room. That, yeah. I don't want a game where I have to use a tablet. Um, I can't see them re-releasing the rules that frequently. No, but something will get changed. I mean, it might not be something that I use frequently, but something will get changed. Um, it, it, it'll be a couple of cards, almost yeah. every single errata. Uh, yeah. the, the first one probably will be the, the big errata, where they go, okay, here, here's five, six models we didn't quite get right. Yeah, exactly. So then... Um, we appear to have left temporal barrier on Haley. Uh, let's change that. Yeah. Yay! I mean, some well, of those things don't matter so much. You can cope with them, but it depends on if it's a stat change. I mean, it's barely a stat change, is it? But it's 
Um, yeah, uh, that well, just, they, they, that they just, I just find that quite disappointing to think, oh, we have to have a tablet to play it. I mean, I've got I've got tablets, but I don't want to use a tablet for a war game. Okay, interesting stuff. They're two different things to me. Okay, but we're moving into a very philosophical area here. I mean, it's not like I'm allergic to technology. For yeah. quite, I mean, I've worked it, in it. Is it something that's more sort of years. tactile about war gaming? You want to be sort of involved in that world rather than sort of having that split between the tablet and the, the monitor. I like I like one thing that really drew me to War Machine in the first place was there weren't I didn't have to look up books and things to look up stats we had cards for everything so it could really nicely lay it all out I put them out in a fairly consistent order so I know where everything is no matter what list I'm playing at I know where things will be because of the way I laid them out I don't put them out in a random order I group my battle group. I know where the caster is. I know where the back where the attachment is. And I know where the other units are going. I know the oh, stuff yeah. out on the far end is stuff I don't want to look at very much. I, I used to do that with nine pocket pages. So that the, the the top row yeah. would always be the caster. The battle group would be the second row. And I used to I used yeah. to say the thing with nine pocket pages, but I quite like hard hard cases, hard case covers that do it's a similar thing. You just know where they are. Um, I, I always have problems with those as regards uh, things like Warjacks. I mean, I realize we're moving into it. But I'd often find that because the card moves about inside the... Um... I tend to make sure... I, well, I'm used to that, so I, knock, I make sure I, A, I knock it into the bottom left where I start, and it tends to not move out when it's in, when it's in a corner. Yeah. But the amount of people I've seen with a damage grid that just is nowhere near the original damage no, grid. So yeah. Where are you even filling in at this point? Mm. I, I don't know. Uh, it's. I mean, again, the same criticism is leveled at War Room with the whole thing of, well, I can't see what you're marking damage. No. Like, if you're worried about what damage I'm marking, we should probably shouldn't be playing this game because it's a team effort to play a game of War Machine. And if you go to cheat at Tin Soldiers, well, you know, have the game now and walk off with you, frankly. Um, that's just a personal opinion. But you know, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, but every player is responsible for marking their own damage. You can cheat just as easily yeah. with the card as you can. With oh, it. totally. Yeah, absolutely. You can, well, you yeah. can do it on cards as well because you only have to put the dot in the same box twice. It's not, you know, and you can mimic the counting and, and, you, and, and cheating and the is very times possible. People sort of lean over the table and accidentally wipe off a row of damage with their t-shirts. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do prefer. I, I do prefer the marking. I, I, I love an opponent that has a pad. I just can't use one myself very well. Um, so I use a mixture of the cards for just the stats reference, uh, for the infantry stuff, and then. Warjacks, I keep in a binder. Just do them, I don't object to other people there. using it. No, I agree with, I agree with Benji. I don't disagree with uh, other people using it. I don't find it. Uh, yeah. It's not. It's not a fairness of play. It's the speed of play and the tactile. Uh, the tactile kind of. Um, I can't have a tablet that doesn't have a password on it. So I don't want, and it locks. I don't want to have to put a password in to unlock it. I can't. I just don't want to do that. <laughs> you know, it's that kind of. I think at the, at the end of the day, what we're saying is, it boils down to what you prefer playing with. Yes. Yeah. yeah, there's, there's multiple ways I mean, to I, in, in fairness, the, the quick unlock elements could come in with the newer tablets where you have got thumb thumbprint unlock and that sort of thing takes that away, but I haven't got newer tablets that do that. Um, I've got a phone that does that, but or phones that do that, but not... Um, um, yeah. Um, but- Anyway, diverged massively. Yeah, very much. Yes. So, so what, what, what are other people's thoughts on uh, Mark III overall? Then? Excited to see what happens. I, I, think, I think that's, it, that, that's certainly been the biggest thing for me. It's an it, easier, it, easier gateway to the game, definitely. Yeah, totally. And, and, um, re- and re-entry to the game, too. So really... Yeah, I'm quite... I, I think it was necessary. There were a lot of grumblings from people that just got started getting annoying, and I'm glad that they've just answered the detractors with an oh, overhaul, yeah. basically. With, with sort of comments about a stack game and uh, it's still going on because the, the it, reddit it, 
well, that's that's not moving to that because that, that's sort of a, that has potential to go to a very negative place. Um, oh I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm not talking about Reddit. I'm just talking about you know talking about what people might be saying in general. But if there's one, oh thing no, I know we're going to do. It's going to a new fresh meta that people are going to spend a year going. This used to be good. Why doesn't it work anymore? <laughs> but I mean, it's I, also... I, 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 oh, sorry. It, it, I just wanted to say, this actually... I mean, our original discussion potentially for this podcast was going to be the discussion of the free rider policy, which I'm kind of glad it hasn't had yeah, to go. Yeah, no, no. I, I think we're better off not touching that area because that's usually something that's gone away and I'm quite happy for it to stay away. Yeah, yeah. me too. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's an exciting time. And uh, I mean, I've already seen people who are looking at the rules and going, oh, I know what I can do with this because I've seen I've already seen one person uh, Mr. James Brown planning to run a double soul hunters double bane cav list mm-hmm. and just sit there going oh this is going to go badly for you but you know who's to say that you know our soul hunters might now be the most excellent cavalry in the game we just don't yeah, know who knows you might be able to do what he thought you could do for the entire of mark 2 with the, which was by attacks which you can't wait what soul hunters what the the half mechanical horsey thing yes. yeah. oh okay uh, they, they gain it's either corpse or soul tokens and you can use them to boost attack or damage rolls you can't use to buy it, oh. which is a very common mistake because there, don't are rules, know. there are an awful lot of rules where people have solar corpse tokens and can buy extra yep. stuff and you need to be very careful as to whether one of those things is to buy extra attacks because very often it isn't. Uh, Gravis it is. You get yeah, lots of circles. It's hard, but it's not everything. Yeah, mm. yeah no. Mm, interesting. Yes. It wasn't everything. Oh, yes, I think we've had a very... Uh, and just go through all the uh, the new stuff. Um, sure. I, I'm very much looking forward to um, getting a first-hand look at this at uh, Lock and Load Outpost, which is now sold out. Wow. I will be helping to run the Iron Arena there, along with Jim Stark and uh, former host Nick Topper. And I will be mincing around. Well, that's business as usual for you, isn't it, Ben? Oh, no, I've got comp play because nobody told me they wanted being casual. Oh, well. Never mind. I've found other people to replace you, Benj. It's fine. Oh, thanks. I've been replaced. All right. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Benj, you're not doing eight-hour shifts, so uh, be, be, be great. No, I'm not. I'm not. Um... I don't know I need to arrange transport for all that job. So. Um, so if you want more information on uh, Mark III, by the way, or just want a, a look at the uh, at the new models, uh, then uh, currently the best place to head is allnewwar.com, uh, which is Priority Press's strange intro site thing. Yeah, which yeah. Has some of the new models on, um, takes you through some of the new stuff. Uh, it's got, definitely got a lot of new artwork on there. Um, some people were very pleased by the fact that halfway through it includes a blue juggernaut. Yeah. Like, no, no, juggernauts are not blue. Step back. Uh, yeah. a- anything else we've got to say? Um, I quite like the look at the new, the, the fact that battle boxes are similar but slightly different. The new battle boxes are, I quite like the variation. I like the, I like the fact that we've got new warlocks and warcasters throughout. It's interesting novel. Well, it, it might actually be worth just quickly before we uh, wrap this up going through what the new battle boxes are. Uh, They're boxes with uh, models in, with rules and uh, colour-coded plastic. Yeah, you're a genius. <laughs> um, but no, uh, Signar's battle box has lost a charger and gained a Firefly, so that's now uh, Ironclad, Ironclad, Lancer and Firefly uh, with their new caster. All, all these, all the battle boxes have new casters. Even the, the Holt ones. Yes. Uh, Kador has lost the Destroyer 
but has a decimator instead. You really have to hope that that's a bit better, because that was not the world's greatest jack. Uh, you'll have to help me with the, uh, the mouth ones, Kurt. I believe there's a castigator as the heavy. Uh, yeah, castigator. I'm hoping that's got a bit of a refit and a, and a revamp. Um, it. That's the only change, I think. I haven't got it up in front of me now. I've stepped away from my desk. Um, uh, well, you've got an arc node and what looks to be well, a flail and flame. The arc node's always there, and the um, repenter that was always there before as well. There we go. Uh, the Crix one, you have an Arc Node, a Slayer, and I can't remember that Jack. It's got the Harpoon Gun. Oh, oh I can't remember that either. The other one, oh, the, the original Reaper. one's the Reaper. Reaper, that's the one, thank you very much. Uh, Retribution, because they're now in the main line of factions, have some Retribution Jacks. Retribution Jacks. Um, I, I, I no longer this. have any Retribution models. Mm. Yeah. Um, no, couldn't name those for the life of me. Oh, I, might I, might be, I might be able to, hang on, I might be able to. It's, uh, got it, right, it's there. Uh, I'm... Not sure I can or not. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Is it yes. Manticore, a Griffin, and the the Shield Garb one? I can't remember what that's called. Yeah, you, you anyway, definitely got the Griffin because that's yeah. Shield and Halberd. Um, but yes. Okay. Uh, trolls, you've gained a Bouncer. Bouncer instead of an Impaler. So yeah. um, instead of having no heavy, we have a light with armor 18, a light with armor 19. Yay. I wouldn't be surprised to find out the axe has been made a bit more chunky. Who knows? We'll find out. I don't, it, things can yeah. be different. Um, um, circle, you've gained a... Pure blood. Well, it's painted white, but is, is that the pure blood? It is. Yeah, it's pure blood. Fair enough. I suppose that's so they can have the uh, the range weapon on the spray. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, uh, they're trying to get... Uh, you can see the theory behind a lot of these battle boxes. They're, they're giving you more options. Uh, Legion, well, you're down to two shredders. Was it the Nerf you said? It's the, um, Nephil- it's the... Um... And the Nephilim bolt thrower. Yeah. So, again, you're seeing more of a range of stuff. Uh, and Scorn... Um... Who cares? They lose a savage. They lose. It was a savage. Two savage and a a gladiator. They lose a savage for the one with the gun. Yeah, Yeah, the uh, (laughs) the savage uh, bolt thrower. Now all these, rather than just being um, models in a box, which you used to get, you now get a flexible measuring device. (laughs) Yes. A, uh, a a battle mat uh, with appropriate scenery, uh, which basically consists of a wall, um, but there's some printed on there as well. So you've got a forest and a trench. Uh, some dice. You actually get uh, tokens. Dice. Yes, you get dice and tokens. Wow. in the uh, battle boxes now. You also get a mini rule book, uh, a faction guide, and some quick start rules. Which awesome. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about how much these are. I'm going to err on the side of... Yeah, the... they're on um, Outpost. have got them up on pre-order on their site. So there's a dollar eight. price. There's a dollar price on the PP website, so... I think the, the standard kind of UK price once discounts off is about 25, 26 quid. Yeah. RRP of 30, but yeah. shopper. Um, which, well, again, for an intro box, the you, know, you buy one, you mate buys one, you can play the game at that point. It's not bad. Cracking well, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think with the fact that they've changed the Warlocks and Warcasters so that they are more Battlebox friendly, that's going to add hugely because there were some imbalances and some unpleasant play experiences in those original battle boxes. And some feats that were very uh, irrelevant to Warbeast. Yes. Oh, what's that? My uh, my warrior models gain overtake. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, who had that, I wonder? <laughs> Uh, whereas on the other side you had uh, Denegra. Yeah, that's all. That's a lot. That is introducing people early to a lot of shit. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to cast Parasite on your heavy. I'm going to feet, and then my Slayer's going to charge. Oh no, I've only given it one focus. It won't need any more. Boom. Uh, 
and I'm gonna get and I'm gonna get overtaken on all my infantry. Yay! Not that he's better much. I, I, right. I actually think this is very overdue. We have a properly designed balanced casters who, and this is gonna make PGs demoing the game. It's gonna make their lives so much easier. Gonna make uh, them actually want to play BattleBots games. Yeah, possibly. Uh, I would say for uh, PGs who are listening, there is um, a new advised list of BattleBots games. I believe for War Machine, it's Crix versus Cigna. Um, but you will find information on that on the PG. I can't remember what the uh, the hordes recommended Battlebox game. Uh, Trolls v someone, I suppose. Probably. Let's go for Trolls v Legion. We'll yeah, that'd be my guess. Yeah. What about Trolls versus Scorn? <laughs> Nobody wins. <laughs> and also, also, the battle boxes are about introducing people who then want to progress and enjoy the game. Yeah. Not or, score. Giving somebody Scorn in their first game is not going to do that, is it? Actually, one thing that's changed with the battle boxes, which is very interesting, they're now coloured plastic. Yeah. Um, which I think is, is a nice touch. Yeah, I mean, you can play a football game with them as well. You mean Sabutio? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Big giant metal ball. No. It'd be good if they made a game like that, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be One that will sit on store shelves forevermore. Um, but yes, they're now all appropriately coloured plastic for their faction colours, which means that you can just glue things up and know what's yours. Which, again, little things, but if you're a true beginner to the game, that's going to help. Benji. Yeah. Benji. Benji's only a beginner to the podcast. I've been playing since... God knows. No, not Mark 1. I'm not going to be one of those idiots. I started playing in 2012. Say, you, have, you have three people in this room who've learned to play in Mark 1. So 2012, yeah. I still call that a noob. Yeah, I'm still a noob. Still a noob. You know, but you've subjected yourselves to Mark 1 willingly. <laughs> That does make you idiotic. Ten years ago as well. I've been playing this silly game ten years now, and more. Yeah. There we go. Well, you're not playing at the moment. You're, no, you're basically paying stuff, cool so. mini or you, you, you're paying cool mini or not to survive. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I think at this point, unless anyone else has got anything else to add on Mark III. Uh, so that was a brief news segment, wasn't it? Two hours long. Yeah. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm going to fall asleep on my desk in any second. You so, did well. You had the stamina there. Well, I've been up since through. I've been up since half five. Leave me alone. Why? Because I wake up at half five. You, I don't mean good. to. I just do. Um, <clears throat> Alex, do you want to uh, finish out the show? Um, yeah, I, will do. I just wanted to, to quickly mention before we do move on, not Mark III related, um, but friends of the show, Steamforged, who produced Guild Ball and are now produced in the uh, Dark Souls board game, have, have currently got a wildly successful um, Kickstarter ongoing. I mean, I don't think, if you've not heard of it, you've probably been living under a rock, but just thought I'd mention that. I don't know if, if any of you guys have got any comments on that. It's been just about everywhere. Um, I, I'm not a Dark Souls fan, so I've stayed away from it, but... I know people who like it have seemed to be very positive about it. Yeah. I'd never heard of Dark Souls until Matt Hart was telling me about it. And I was like, oh, really? And he was getting very excited. So, yeah, I'd heard of it, but that's because I talked to Matt. But, um, yeah. Not, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to have interest. a look and see what they Not interested in the slightest. <laughs> so, there we go. Benj there, telling it like it is. <laughs> <laughs> you are All the right. sledgehammer to the kneecap of reality, Benj. Sorry, sorry. Never change. Thank you. You're the little, you're the little uh, ray of sunshine of this podcast. Yeah, Luke, you say, Alex has blatantly been painting things. I heard the the tingle of brushes oh, in his... Oh, um... yes. Should we do a painting table? Well, briefly. We have to. It's nearly bedtime. Yeah. 30 yeah. seconds paint. Go. Wow. Alex, what have you been painting? A swamp horror. Hooray! For my, for my pigs. You finished it yet? The pigs. Nice. Because uh, you can use it in your pigs now. Yeah. I've not got any pigs yet, but yeah. Well, you can use it with pigs, but you would still have to have a Gator Man uh, warlock. Yeah. Yeah. Or less of warlock. Uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose. Um, I have done no hobbying because I'm a terrible human being. There we go. That's me. I've been painting ninjas, although not this evening. 
but I've been painting ninjas um, for um, Ninja All Stars and having a great fun doing it. Chibis. Not quite as many monkey uh, ninjas as uh, Good Bloke has done that. No, but with the same number, but of little birdie ninjas. Oh, okay. And he started me. He started I... talking to him when he's painting it. He's sorry, bitch. Well, that's fine. Don't worry. I've just been trying to fix one of those silly Menoth banners that came off the Night Errant Seneschal thing. Menoth players things. deserve those banners. Uh, I guess. The Errant Seneschal is a bugger for him. I found that the original Seneschal, they never fell off they never fell off ever, but the um, Errant Seneschal, they do. Yeah, they're very wibbly-wobbly. The other ones are straight. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. The solution is, remove the banners, green stuff over the hole. I've, I've, I've fixed it with green stuff. Does that count? No. All right, then. <laughs> and I've also been reading Gwenpool, which is fucking funny. I quite like that. Oh, the new... Was it Gwen Stacy Deadpool crossover thing? Yeah, it's not as tacky as it looks. <laughs> Well, I'll read it in six months when it comes to Marvel Unlimited. Yes, okay. In other news, I met Ben at Salute. Uh, Benji at Salute. Sorry, not Ben. Ben. Yeah. Salute. Is yeah, it was, dis- it was disappointing for me. <laughs> or me and Alex. Is. No, no, no. Salute no. Uh, no one was happy. Alex was a ray of sunshine. No, there was just this the guy, the guy that like just like there was a there was a war gamer. He was about eight foot tall with a with a boulder for a belly, and he was just marauding through this second hand trader bit, just shoving people out of the way, going, "Is this an original settlers of Catan?" <laughs> just like that, and like pushing people away with his girth, and, and then I just realised I could be at home. I was. <laughs> yeah, the smell was awful. Game of funk. Yeah, and at least there wasn't as many. Steampunky coggy people walking around. They really Steampunky coggy people. Press gang yeah, those what? people that press gang for what? No, no, those people that buy a leather waistcoat and put cog on it and go, oh, oh I am a Victorian dandy thing with steampunky bits. And it's just like, all right, fine. What game are you demonstrating? It's basically dystopian wars. <laughs> ben, do, do, do we have to give you your own little segment where you just moan at the world for ten minutes? I think we do. I think we do. Uh, should, we call, should we call it Grind My Gears? Because that's got a kind of war machine thing to it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, really grind my gears. Poor uh, um, impressions of Peter Griffin? Yeah. Damn, yeah. <laughs> damn, damn fucking straight. <laughs> Alex... How, how was Salute, Alex? Salute was alright for me. Okay, was, meeting, was meeting Benji really disappointing? <laughs> no, he was a ray of sunlight. Oh. In an otherwise rather sunny convention. How did you see him that it was sunny? Anyway. Ugh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking off to bed, too. <laughs> Alex, the show. You've been listening to Elite Card Radio. Hordes and War Machine podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I've been Alex. I've been Mike. I've been Kurt. And I've been Benj.
You've been listening to Elite Cadre, a War Machine and Hordes podcast. Email us at elitecadrepodcast at gmail.com or find the whole team on Twitter at bit.ly forward slash elitecadre. Music provided by Martin DeBont and Symphony of Spectres. And now, in a world of perfect production and seamless transitions, we bring you the chaos that lurks beneath the surface. These are the Easter eggs. Oh, we're live. Yes, we are. Uh, no, it's not greased up. It's just in... <laughs> Yay! My work here is done. You just wanted to see the ponytail, didn't you? No, it's what you to argue with me, as always. Hello. Oh, hello. Oh, God. Shit, he's found us. Oh, my God, the Boba Fett looks so cool. See? What for? Rail Raiders Infinite. Oh, right. I, I haven't read last, that. The last... Uh, the last uh, um, Stretch goal is basically Boba Fett in Chibi. Looks very cool. Must have him. Have you got? I think you've got Boba Fett for Infinity already. No, what? No, Mike. Disney Mike's Infinity. A bit, Mike's a bit uh, obsessed with Disney. Oh as well. no, 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 no! I haven't bought any Infinity since uh, the first version. Oh, um, I, I have not. I did buy Boba Fett. I bought some bought some birthday presents for my brother-in-law and bought him Boba Fett, and I had to buy it for myself at the same time. I couldn't. No, I just was. Yeah, the universe exploded. Oh, oh really? I'm, I'm just looking at this list of stuff. It's like, yeah, okay. There, there, there's Vash and, and there's yeah. Jane from yeah. Firefly. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? See, he got the Firefly reference. I missed it. I didn't see that. Yeah, terrible. Really, really? J.R. Dallas. Yeah, J.R. Dallas is quite cool. Like J.R. Dallas. This just oh, it does. You're, tickle saying, you're saying all this like it's bad thing. It's good bad. Awesome. It's I'm all over it. Uh, I'm not buying this, but it looks good. Thorn is a reference to something. I don't know. People are talking about Spike, so some sci-fi mm. cowboy thing. Um, no, no, it's not Spike. Spike hasn't got goggles. I, I know, think, but... I think that's... it might be the guy from Final Fantasy VII. Oh, okay, no, I don't know what that is. No, that totally looks like... It's, I know he hasn't got goggles, but it looks too much like him. It's the wrong hair. They've is had that... to do something. Who is Spike? Uh, Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop. Oh, Cowboy Bebop. That's what I couldn't remember the name of. It could be Final Fantasy, actually, if you stare hard enough. Yeah, I don't know who... The last one is just Boba Fett. Yep, it's awesome, Bob. Even the description, if you go, get, read the full description, it's great. Some people think his father was a bounty hunter and that he somehow might be a clone, but that could be nonsense. And he may be the last of his warrior race, but maybe not. The page I'm looking at, the only line on it is, you're no good to me dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, no on the email, that's, that's said, not on the, even on, that's on not the email, an email sent out with him on it. It just said, um, he said um, he's a bounty hunter. His father was a bounty hunter before him. Uh, some say he watched his father killed and then had to survive on his own. Others say he's the last of his race doomed across the galaxy, but other people think that's nonsense. And other people say he might even be a clone, but that's just got can't be true. <laughs> Pretty much. I still like The Last Mandalorian, which is generally not true now, but I like it. I liked it when it was Last Mandalorian. Uh, oh, on my Infinity, on my Infinity base at the moment, I have two Mandalorians, which is quite cool. Very nice. Got um, a Sabine Wren and Boba Fett out. Yeah. Is she the one from Rebels? She is. I was playing yes. with my eldest. She right, was playing with before we do anything, is everyone fully caught up on today's Insider and the Today's? Podcast? Today's? Yeah. Yesterday. No, today. I looked earlier. I think what I'm going to do on this podcast is just comment when other people say things. Alex, so you're a twat. Wait, wait, that what you've done is nothing. Well, I'm, I'm kind of aware of what's going on. Yesterday, 20th. Is there one today as well? Yeah. Yeah, it's the 21st. They did an hour-long oh, hour podcast today with a State of the Factions address by uh, Doug C. Cain. Oh, I haven't listened to that yet. Okay, yeah. I haven't no, listened I haven't to that. Uh, it wasn't there, like, an hour ago. No, it, it wasn't for me. No, Mike, it really wasn't when you were posting. Okay, okay. It really, right. it, it right. really wasn't there. Shut up, Binge. 
I've just finished listening to Primecast. I don't like agreeing with him. Which was 50 minutes long. (laughs) (laughs) So, by the laws of time, that must have been posted less than an hour from, you know, before we started this. And at the same point, I'd already read the... uh, Insider for the day. So when, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy with you. the Mountain King card. Nothing else really matters. <laughs> trenches, trenches viable. That's uh, fine. And a uh, Mountain King yeah. card. Oh, there's a nerf to tough. Oh, nerf to tough. Yeah. Tough has been massively nerfed. What? Six plus. Uh, no. If you're knocked down, you no longer get tough. Okay. Wait. So you have to be knocked down, and then. So basically, you can tough once. Yeah. And then while okay. you're knocked down, tough is inactive. If you stand back up again. Tough activates again. Or if you Man mean off to, doesn't or give you mean to knock down. Man, Man off doesn't give it or if you mean to knock down. Yeah. Uh, they haven't said anything about that, but I'm guessing no. there's less of that. Um, things like it looks like Creel Warriors might be getting some heavy cutbacks in what they do for a start. Um, wow. They yeah, are I'm, going, I haven't got two units of them anyway more. They are going to be a cheap frontline unit, according to PP. They always were. What's supposed to be? No, this is intention of super cheap. As in, they're not going to be as good. Oh, I'll take super cheap. I've never had super cheap trolls. <laughs> Man of War are going to be the only ones with eight wounds as well, aren't they? Yeah, so... the, the only heavy infantry in the game to survive with eight boxes. <gasps> well, the trolls go down to five and stuff, perhaps. Yeah, yeah bastions are going down to five, supposedly. Which means the troll cavalry might go down to five as well. No. Lies. Those bastards will finally get the nerf they deserve. Anyway, this is, this is quality stuff that could be... Uh, lies. Lies. Oh, lies! Um, so everyone's seen the cards from yesterday. Yeah, I've seen those. <laughs> oh, so you you, you've looked at something then, have you? Oh, that's nice. So it's good of you to join us. So, it, Mark what? Mark, uh, I'm confused. Mark 8. Good in Mark 2. Oh, yeah. Good in Mark 2. It was good in Mark 2 in my day. Where are you from exactly? Uh, no? Where are you from exactly? Um, up north. Right. From where? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna read out what is essentially a potted version of the prime cast, so that you know what I'm talking about later, because something will inevitably talk over me while I do it. Lies. I never get that thing about like being potted. Like, how, what's that got to do with it? Could, uh, yeah, could be a big pot. Potables. Could be a big pot. You spoke what? Bench, sorry? It's not in this case. Okay. So, uh, Signar, they're now more fo- even more focused on their lightning. Uh, their trenches uh, have got tough. Trenches have lightning. <laughs> Just Signar as a faction. Uh, the trenches have tough because they're meant to be the first ones in and they're meant to be the tough old bastards, essentially. Um, the smoke bombs are now centred on themselves. rather Centred? Than... What flavour? <laughs> Uh, the Iron Cloud has been reduced to 12 points. Um, and nice. pretty sure it was less than 12 points before. The, it was star attack, before. the Star Attack has been changed so that the model it hits, you centre a 4-inch AoE on it, Flooring. and the anything in the AoE is knocked down, except the Iron Cloud. Is this the podcast wow. now? No, so friendly. So you friendly. can get me out. Or do you want me to do this later so that you can, you know, trample what on later? There? What's he talking about now? I don't know. I'm, I'm giving you like a pricey of the stuff that's coming up that we're going to discuss. <laughs> I, I haven't drunk anywhere near enough for this yet. Hang on. Can you pricey this? A pricey of the potted history. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you potted the pricey. I, I, I was trying to be vaguely professional, but no, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a long sip and fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> pew pew pew. Uh, that's not my fault. I'm just laughing. I can't help laughing. Fuck it, fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> sort it out in the edit. We're fine. Yeah. I'm not the troll here. It's fine. Anyway. Now, with this as well, they have said that standards. <laughs> 
Hello. Oh, hello. We it's apologize. Mike. The, uh, Mike's being very still. Technical uh, <laughs> difficulties. Uh, is it a brief intermission <laughs> with the music? Okay. Um, so, Mike, yes. you were very still for a little while. Yeah. But we held a mirror up to you, but it didn't work. <laughs> where did I stop talking? 1642. Uh, right about the podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was very good. Uh, you got to the end of you got to the end of like ter- terror, and you were saying about the only thing remaining was command checks and command abilities. Basically, you were banging your pipe out and saying something about your missionary. <laughs> well, okay. We out, fool. Yep, that's it. We're done. I'm gonna go and collapse some. Uh... You did well. That was some stamina. I'm so tired. I'm gonna go I've got a day of work tomorrow, and then I get to go into London on Saturday. Yeah. What? What are you going for London? Uh, there's a symphonic Zelda concert at uh, Wembley Arena. Oh, sounds cool. Are there any goodies? What melody? I don't know. Don't know. You get you get to go and see a concert of Zelda music played by an orchestra. And, I meant some chibis, maybe. And I'm, I'm really into chibis at the moment. Need more. Yeah, of well, you, do, you do sound like you're like half gone off on one at this point. I do, hmm, yeah, maybe. You're slightly delirious. Well, I bought a friend for his birthday uh, the um, super deformed. Gundam Unicorn and something else, and I just really... I, I thought for a second you were going to say Funko Pop, and then I would have to disown No, <laughs> no. The quality of them is all... But everyone's got one. No. You, you must have one. I do not own uh, Funko Pop. They are awful, but I own one. I got it Burn as a gift. On camera. I got it as a gift from my missus, so... What, what's so bad about Funko Pop? They take the same mould for about 90% of them stuff and then mm. just apply the same bland style of paint scheme to it and say this one's Wolverine this one's the Hulk this one is Mal Reynolds and they just all look the same and they've all got about three colours on them just depressing mm. like, if, you want, if you want to buy a model there are much better models out there even in the chibi range just buy something decent but there's half a shop full of Funko Pop and I buy something soda pop I mean Comic Con has just literally become stands and stands of it, and it does get tiring after a while. Yeah, well, well, this Comic-Con will be me going away and watching Gundam The Origin Part 3. Do you have to get a ticket? Not as far as I'm aware. I'm going. Excellent, you can sit next to me. Yay. Then we can both go (gasps) at it together. I've only seen I've only seen episode one. I haven't seen episode two yet, so I need to get that one. But um, you haven't seen um, is it Artemisia or Artesia? It's Artesia, isn't it? uh, Shabazz's sister. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Just that last ten minutes, beautiful. Just 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 watching her basically get kicked in the teeth repeatedly. Metaphor. But the trailer for the third one looks immense. I've not seen it yet, and I'm not going to watch it because I I just want to go and see it. Okay. So uh, me and my friends have rented an apartment like nearby for the weekend. Because we worked out with like nine of us, it's cheaper to just like get a minibus and an apartment. No, it's fair enough. What's going on with Bank Holiday? Are you actually planning on doing anything? I don't know. I'll have a look at my calendar. Yeah. Is it the Bank Holiday weekend? Next weekend. <sighs> There's one at the end of May. Oh, I can't yeah. do next. I can't do next Bank Holiday. It's the anniversary. So, um, but the one at the end of May. I'm not sure what's going on yet. Ah, yes, that's the one where I get the extra day. And on that note. Yeah. No, uh, I'm gonna close that because if I look at it too hard, I'll get depressed. I've looked at Dark Souls and it does nothing for me. Yeah, it's. I I played the video game for an hour and I know about three or four people as well in various different circles that played it for an hour. Got to the first boss 
realise that you have to do some finicking mechanics to kill it, and then just can't be asked and just give up. It, it, it's, a game that, it's a game that's built largely on its uh, difficulty, and that's not... Uh, I, I don't well, get on with it. When I was 19, I liked games that were impossibly hard. I don't now. Now you just want to get some satisfaction for the money that you put in, whether yeah. it be story or just like... Yeah. And that's why I'm buying Fire Emblem. Yeah, I'd like to play that. Bravely Default as well. You don't want to play that. I've heard it was good, isn't it? But that's why I buy things like Infinity and all the adventure sets and stuff for Infinity, because I can play it with my kids and we can have fun, and I'll get to play some games without yeah. having to kill myself. Yeah, good. but you've got See, every awesome. time you say Infinity, my brain automatically flicks to the miniatures game. Yeah, me too. And playing that with your kids are just like, no. No, <laughs> I can't play that game at all. That'd be a I rather D20, did I miss? What I have to play with my kids is Zombicide Black Plague. That's awesome with children. Mm. It sounds like it should be massively inappropriate, but there's nothing really scary in it for children. It just sounds like it should be. It's really good. It's really simple. Anyway, I I have to go because I'm going to fall asleep any second. Yes, it's... Me too. It's been fun. Yes, it it, it has been fun, except when, you know... um, It's not. Uh... (laughs) Oh, it was good. I, I thought you did very well. Fair enough. Night, night, people. Bye. Bye.